The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. Learn the language of spirit. This is The Intuitive Life with Laura Wooster. Hello, everyone. I'm Laura Worcester, and welcome to The Intuitive Life, where we walk together and support each other on the path to becoming more spiritually aware, enlightened, and inspired. So it's that time of month. It's the time when I have Anne Hence on. It's the Tarot Hour with Anne Hence. Welcome, Anne. Welcome back. Hi, Laura. Thank you so much. It's always a pleasure to be here. Yes, I always look forward to our our hour every month where we talk about tarot and you pull cards and we just do readings for people. It's so much fun. And I get so much feedback about these episodes. Um, people love it. So um, oh, nice. yeah, people look forward to it. I know we took a little bit of time off in between over the summer, but we're back. We're back. So, and there goes my phone. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Anyhow, so welcome everybody. Um, so, Anne, so we're going to start just like we normally do. Actually, let's talk about your new friend because you might hear <laughs> Anne's new friend in the background. So you just want to talk about that. Yeah, sure. I'll be quick. But most sure. most of you know that I have a pet lizard, a blue tongue skink. He's 21 years old, but he's quiet. Uh, three weeks ago, my friend and I drove to Plymouth, Mass, and I picked up a baby parakeet. He's a lovely violet. He's only two and a half months old, so he's really still baby. Um, he was hand fed. Um, his name is Indigo or Indy for short. And I'm working on really bonding with him. So when I'm in my office, he's in my office. When I'm you know, out in the living room, I roll his cage out to the living room because he's not able to come out of it yet with, <laughs> with any degree of confidence that he's going to stay put. Um, so he is right next to my table here. And right now he's he's playing with his toes like a little baby, so cute. Aww. But you may hear him. He he yet occasionally gets very vocal and gives us what I call his fussy budgie sound. Um, but right now he's being good and quiet. So hopefully he'll just be quiet or give us little chirps and uh, be part of us. Oh, I don't mind little chirps. Little chirps are nice. I love to hear that. Yeah. There you go. Well, congratulations on the new baby. That's Thank awesome. <laughs> I know how connected you are to your animals, so it's lovely mm, yes. to hear. So, um, as many of you know, and we'll always choose cards for everybody that's listening, whether you're listening live or on the podcast platform. Um, so, Anne, what cards did you choose for us today? Okay, um, well, and as um, regular listeners know, I like to use different decks um, because I like to you know, spark your curiosity, encourage people to try different decks. And really, when you choose to spread out, branch out, and use unfamiliar decks, you really learn to see each card just a bit differently. Uh, and your tarot foundation expands, um, as does your intuition. So today, uh, oh yeah, and hopefully um, the cards have been posted on my Instagram, and hence tarot, and on my Facebook, and hence connect with spirit. Um, they are from the Jack-O-Lantern Tarot. Artists and authors are Giuliano Costa, author and artist, and Rachel Paul, author. Um, it's a Los Carabeo deck that sold in the U.S. through Llewellyn. Uh, Llewellyn and Los Carabeo partnered in 2000, so that Llewellyn is now the sole vendor of Los Carabeo decks in North America. Anyway, this... Um, is a Waitsmith clone. And of course, with the title Jack-O-Lantern Tarot, uh, it has a Halloween theme, which is why I chose it for today. I'll choose uh, another Halloween theme deck next month as well. So this is a very fun deck, um, but it's not as whimsical as say the Halloween Tarot. 
that has been around for a while where you've got pumpkins and little goblins and this is a little more a little more serious um the backs of the jack-o-lantern tarot are really cute um that is i've also posted that on instagram and facebook pumpkins and owls and a bat but it's not reversible for those of you who use uh, uh reversed cards i do not so i'm perfectly fine with this with this deck as you'd expect, the deck contains lots of jack-o'-lanterns, skulls, skeletons, owls, and blackbirds. And some of the cards are whimsical, but some are a bit darker. And we see that darkness in one of today's cards. Yes, we Hello, Bernie. <laughs> She's agreeing with you. <laughs> yeah. You're a good boy, baby. Oh, oh um, boy. Oh, sorry. <laughs> it's okay. He doesn't know. Uh, anyway, yeah, we see that darkness in one of today's cards. It's the devil card. So given that, let's look at the cards that we drew for today, or for today's show. And it will they will be appropriate for the coming couple of weeks. So two cards, eight of cups and the devil. The eight of cups, this is a card of walking away from things that no longer serve your highest good. In the card, a person uh, is with a pumpkin hat and a lovely purple cloak, is walking away from eight cups. In this case, the cups are made from pumpkins, of course. Notice that all of the cups are upright and in perfectly good condition. At one time, they served a purpose for this person, but no longer. The person recognizes that and is moving on from them. This is an empowering card moving on from what no longer serves, even if it's served in the past. The other card is the devil. And I must say, this is a rather creepy devil portrayal. Yeah, it is. <laughs> we have um, the usual man and woman chained to the pedestal, but there's also a black castle and an erupting volcano in the background, which are kind of cool, but the devil is kind of creepy. Um, so the devil is about restrictions that are placed upon us, either by other people, by circumstances, or more often by your own beliefs. So when the devil card appears, it's time to take a good look at yourself, your beliefs, your behaviors, and the people in your life. Are they all life-affirming and empowering? If not, it's time to be strong and eliminate anything, <clears throat> excuse me, anything that is unhealthy or holding you back. So taken together, you can see that this is a really complementary pair of cards. The person in the Eight of Cups, and I'm hoping you guys can see this on the web. Um, the person in the Eight of Cups seems to be shaking a bone at the devils saying, I'm out of here, dude. So do the same in your own life over the next few weeks. Shake a bone at that devil. Eliminate anything negative and see what positive things flow into your life to fill the empty space. I love these cards. And you're right, that is kind of a creepy devil yeah, card. It really is. <laughs> <laughs> you know what it reminds me of too is I hope hope you can see these cards and eventually just a quick note I don't want to get too off topic here but I am hoping to I'm in the process of revamping my website and I'm hoping to have a show page that just has you know the links to all the recordings of these podcasts and also it'll include the card so you can refer back to it oh, cool. um, yeah it's going to be great so if you listen to this podcast later on in the year you can check check my website. The cards will be there as well as as well as um, Anne's Facebook and Instagram. Um, but when I first saw this card, Anne, when you posted it earlier on social media, the 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 head of the devil it reminds me of my first thought went to the Wizard of Oz, like with huh. the the man behind the curtain. So is there something in that in that message? You think? Sure, yeah. sure. Um, I'm not sure this devil really looks like the wizard himself. <laughs> But <laughs> not not himself, but like remember but in the sure. movie? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, I watched that so many times I was reciting all the lines by heart. Um yeah, because the devil is the man behind the curtain. The curtain may be presented as something lovely, something good, something helpful. Here, let's do this. But the man behind the curtain 
if it's the devil, you're being manipulated. And that's something to keep in mind. Mm. Uh, when we, even when we listen to our head that tells us you can't do that, yeah. that's the devil. That's manipulating you into thinking something disempowering when it's not the truth. So yeah, I like that man behind the curtain being the devil. <laughs> Great. I love that. Um, I think with the, the eight of cups, the person walking away from the cups, um, that looks like an acorn on his head, right? I don't know if you said that, but is that is that an acorn on his head? I think it's meant to be like a a half of a pumpkin that's been kind of flared out. So it's funny what the what the symbology is with that. I'm curious. Yeah, well, maybe just because it's a jack o' lantern. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's true. Yeah, maybe I'm reading too much into it. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a and also I just um, got a little lesson from you too as you're doing this because the placement of the card was obviously significant in this reading because from left to right. So the first card you pulled was the eight of cups, correct? Correct. And then the devil was after that. So the placement where he's walking away from the devil. Mm. Um, yeah, and he's looking back and shaking that bone at him like, ha. Yeah. I'm out of here. So, I'm going. It was cool. So if these cards came up an opposite way, um, would you interpret it any differently because he's walking into I the, would. Yeah, okay. I would. Yeah. Um, in my classes, I, I teach looking at um, directionality and placement. And it isn't something that I want students to force. But if they say, oh, wow, that person is walking directly into the devil and he or she doesn't even see it. Mm. Yes. Then the message is going to be, be aware, be more aware of where you're headed and what your plans are. And those plans or agendas of people around you because you may be walking into something that is not what you really expect and that is a little bit darker and grimmer than than you would care for it to be mm. okay wow love okay that's a great lesson then i love that just the simple placement of the cards the reverse of that um not reversal but the first card for left to right so if anybody gets a chance to look at the cards on Anne's Facebook page or um, her Instagram, definitely check it out because they're beautiful colors, really pretty cards. Uh, I love the vibrant cards. Tarot tip? Yes, let's go for a tarot tip. Cool. So if anybody has, anybody's a tarot um, student or you just, or are you thinking about picking up a tarot deck? Uh, Anne always has wonderful tips to offer so you can learn more about tarot. Okay, and so today's tip is, um, it's a spread. It's a very simple spread. I taught it in my class on Saturday. And I really like it because it uses not only the wisdom of the cards, huh, Indigo, I know. Uh, <laughs> not only the wisdom of the cards, but it uses visualization. Um, it's called How to Manifest Your Goals. And I wish I could remember where I saw it so I could give credit, but I don't remember. Um, it's a five card spread. It's simple. There's no diagram needed. Um, you'll be fine if you just sort of listen and picture what I'm saying. So first, you decide on a goal that you want to meet. And you would look through the deck, and you'd select one card, you know, face up from the deck to represent where you are right now regarding that goal. So this is part of our visualization. This is where I am now. And you'd place it on the table face up. Then you'd look through the deck again and select a card face up to represent where you want to be regarding that goal. For example, if you're just beginning to study something and your goal is to be an expert, you might select the Page of Swords student as where you are now and the Queen or King of Swords equally experts to represent where you want to wind up. Now you place that second card face up on the table, uh, but with space for three cards in between them. So now we have, this is where I am, visualization. This is where I wanna be, visualization. Now you shuffle the deck, fan out the cards face down, and select three cards that will help you reach your goal. Place them face down between the first two cards. And I like to leave the first two cards a little bit higher than the three that I placed between them, just to differentiate them. 
And now, like any other spread, you turn the three cards over and interpret them as suggestions or methods of how to reach that goal. I've tried the spreader a few times and I really like it. Easy to do and, and makes sense and really seems quite good. So I would encourage you all to give that a try. If you take the tarot tip and, and give this a try later on, um, let us know. Like, go drop by, drop by one of Anne's uh, social media pages, whether it be Instagram or her Facebook page, and say, "I tried the tarot tip," and let us know, let Anne know um, what what came up and how helpful it was for you. Because it'd be fun to hear how people, you know, how people put it into practice and what they they gain from it. That would be really cool to see that. So go, yeah, go to Anne Hence. Um, tarot on Instagram or um, connect with spirit and hence on Facebook uh, and hence connect with spirit. Yes. Wonderful. And actually I, I also, also put it on my regular and hence page too. Great. Awesome. Very good. Yeah. So let us know how it goes for you guys when you try it, if you're going to, if you're going to try the tarot tip later on. Very good. So we've a lot of questions and there's a few of them. I'm just like, I, I'm so eager to get into here. <laughs> so um, for anybody who's, who's listening live here, feel free to uh, drop a question into the Q&A box and we may pull you up for a reading already. So I have my, in, my Oracle cards here and Anne Hence has her tarot cards. So let's see what we can, what we can look at for everybody here. Okay, Gina, she's asking, I was wondering if you can give me some, uh, give me a guidance card for my career. I'm feeling like I need more to do with my life. Interesting. So what, what does Gina need to know about her career? So let's okay. see. Hi, Gina. <laughs> nice to see you or hear yeah. you. But she's one of my longtime students. Okay. Hello, Gina. Welcome to the program. Hi, Ian. I missed you so much. <laughs> we'll come back. I am. It's the, the time, the one, the time yeah. I started a new job and it's Saturday. So oh, I wondered why you disappeared. <laughs> yeah, but I'm going to start coming on in October. So it really, it feels like you're saying you just started a new job. So yes, Indigo, thank you. Um, it feels like there may be something out there for you to do we have the sun card and the knight of cups oh. and the four of swords and the strength wow. card. so the sun is about courage confidence wonderful you know joy knight of cups is taking action on something that brings you joy and four of swords being at peace about where you are now and strength having the strength to do whatever it is it needs to be done so what this looks like to me is there may be something that you can pursue that isn't necessarily um, like changing career or getting a new job, but it feels as if you could be at peace about that and do that there may be something that you can do on the side where this Knight of Cups is uh, next to the Sun card that will bring you that joy and that feeling of um, satisfaction and doing more that you're looking for. Sometimes that sense comes from what we do in our off time and not doesn't have to be coming from what we get paid to do. Right. Thank you, Ann. You're welcome. And one of them would be the tarot. Ah, yes. That's where I want to go. That's a really good point to, to mention too, is that sometimes the, the thing that really brings you joy or your you know, quote unquote life purpose doesn't necessarily have to be a job. It can be in the off time, right? Right, right, right. Yeah. I mean, good. people will often say to me, I, you know, I don't like my job. I want to quit my job. It's a good job, but I want to quit it and I want to do Reiki. And my first question to them is, well, do you like eating regularly and electricity? Electricity is good. <laughs> You know, you, you need to do what you need to do to be able to live comfortably. And then, you know, you do your passion on the side. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I knew somebody who um, absolutely loved books, like would spend so much time going to bookstores and um, libraries and just reading all the time, adored books. So she ended up opening up a bookstore. You know what she spent most of her time doing? <laughs> what? 
not reading <laughs> a business is a business right it's uh you know taking care of spreadsheets and, yep. and opening yep. up boxes and and loading shelves with books and and the, the part that she really loved about books she wasn't able to take part in that as much anymore she was able to to offer that space for others but it wasn't the same for her anymore so it's like, it's, it, sometimes you have to really think about like, okay, what is it about it that you really enjoy? What is it about this particular vocation or whatever it is that you might be looking for? Is it, if you were to pursue it more as a vocation or a profession, would it still offer you the same thing that you get from it now? So that's a really important question to ask. And that's the one of the things that's coming up in my cards <coughs> that I pulled for you, Gina. Yeah. Okay. Um, was that what is it that you enjoy the most about this and would you be able to still be able to um, receive that if you were to take this the next step would it still be the same and it may be something you don't know until you actually try it all right, right. yeah thank you I, I really feel like um since i've always been with ian she's the one that actually first taught me so i feel like this is my calling so Great. i feel like it's something i can do thank you both uh, thank you so much gina and thank you for listening okay luann says i have been helping a dear friend and fellow energy healer to heal breast cancer safely naturally and completely any guidance would be greatly appreciated so as always what we say is you know we can't obviously she's already been diagnosed so that's not something that that luann's asking for about her friend um because you as ann often says tarot isn't uh, a good uh, guidance system for anything health-wise or any kind of diagnosis uh, do you want to share anything else about that ann yeah um no i i think that tarot is not really a vehicle to do health readings especially if you're saying well what is going on and Am I healthy or is there something going on? Um, you know, stick with medical professionals, medical alternatives, um, what medical intuitives even, uh, not so much for tarot. But it doesn't sound like that's exactly what she's asking here. So let's see. Any guidance on how to best support her? Hi, Luann, welcome. Hi, thank you for Hi. taking my question. Well, thanks for being here today. Yeah, basically, yeah, it was more to help um, support her you know, it's like keeping myself, my own energy free to do that while I'm supporting her in basically how she wants to proceed with this. Okay, so I'm looking at some cards. Um, I think this one is especially uh, appropriate for you, yourself. Uh, it's the Four of Crystals Logic. This is the Voyager deck. This is a card, crystals are like swords, they're about our, our, our mind our beliefs and the four of crystals logic is a reminder to you to set some priorities for yourself and your friend um, but especially for yourself as in you are important too and you know as a healer you know that but sometimes we forget it when we're trying to go all out to help someone so be sure that you Take time for you, basically, and take time to step away from the healing cancer energy and be in your own space and in your own energy and in your own life. The next card is Six of Rules Synergy. This seems to be saying, um, and, and this is Six of Rules, so that's the physical pentacles, saying that. I'm feeling a lot of really positive swirling energy with this card. And it feels as if you and your friend are creating a vortex in which healing can occur. It, it's a very interesting feeling that I'm getting with this. So I suggest that you share with her that message that it's in a vortex that time shifts energy shifts and i'm getting goosebumps on this that's usually spirit saying okay go 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 it's in that vortex that time warps if you will dimensions blend and shift and miracles happen it's like when uh in a tornado 
you have that swirling vortex of amazing, crazy spinning energy. And when it passes, you find that a blade of straw has penetrated um, a block of wood. How does that happen? That's the energy shift. That's the dimensional shift that can happen in that instant in the vortex of tornado, but in this case, in the vortex of energy that I'm I'm seeing around the both of you in this card. So please keep that in mind that this can be amazing. Um, the final two cards, four of worlds commencement and seven of cups fear. So this is really a reminder to have both of you focus on the, the possibilities, the new beginnings that are available here and as best you and your friend can, when fear comes up, address it, heal it and move it on. And that's what we got. Wow, that is amazing. Yeah, there's definitely a lot. I pulled some cards as well. And, and um, there's so much that you're learning about yourself in this process of supporting your friend so much. It's wonderful. Yeah, the, I mean, all those cards were like so appropriate because we're sort of expanding out from what we know and the healing modality that we know and sort of going into the quantum physics of it all, which is what oh, you excellent. spoke about with all those possibilities. And, yeah. and you know, we keep hitting the, the roadblocks from the medical world and, you know, what they're saying, you know, which is bringing up the fear. So it's helpful to have that reminder to to work with it and then move on. Yes, I would I would create um, a simple ritual for when that fear shows up to pull it out of the body and and mold it into a shape and then drop that shape into say um, a flame or take that shape, make it round, turn it into a bubble and then just blow it off out into the universe. Something that takes it, gives it form and shape, and then sends it on, transforms it. Thank you so much. I'm going to have to listen to this oh. a couple of times to grasp it all, but <laughs> it's been very helpful. I really appreciate you both. I'm glad. Blessings. Blessings. Thank you, Luann. Thank Thanks you. For listening. There is a question here that I'd love to... I mean, we're going to get to the other questions as well. So everybody just hold with me here. But there's this question here that I feel like we could address this on multiple levels. Um, <laughs> so bear with me. There, there's a lot to unpack here. So, okay. So Stephen or Steve, let's see. He's, I've known my soulmate since I was 16 years old. We both want to be together, even though we are now senior citizens. I believe that we're supposed to be together in this life. However, circumstances like timing, other people, distance and fears are keeping us apart. Um, and he mentions um, another psychic told both of them 15 years ago. We're not, it doesn't important who is it, it doesn't matter. But, um, but the psychic said, we would be together happily ever after, yet we are not. And we are struggling to find each other in our now existence. My question is, from Steve is regarding the challenge we face. I desire to live the, this life with her and I believe she also feels this way. How can we resolve this situation and what is blocking our path for our happily ever after? Definition of soulmate, then that can vary from person to person what exactly a soulmate is. The other thing too is predictions in the moment may be true in that moment but not necessarily in the long-term. And there's many reasons why that could happen, but we can talk about that too. That's the second thing that's in this question. And then the third thing is, how can you resolve the situation? Like what, what is the current energy around this around the scenario with, this, with the person you believe is your soulmate? We can look at that too. So there's three things we're looking at here. So Anne, what, what is your thoughts on, let's start with this. First of all, what are you, what's your opinion on what a soulmate is? Um, I, I don't like to use that term because I think uh, most people feel that it's the one true love for this current existence and that's it. And if you lose your soulmate, you're doomed. Um, for me, that's a little, little hierophantish, a little boxed in. 
I believe that a soulmate is someone who helps you during a specific period of time to become more true to yourself, bigger, bolder, grander, quieter, calmer, sweeter, nicer. Uh, and I think it's that soulmates come into our life for a period of time sometimes. And sometimes they stay, but sometimes they come in for a period of time, they do their job, and then they leave in whatever way they choose to leave. Mm -hmm. So for me, soulmate is really quite fluid. Yeah, I think I, I completely on the same page and just, you know, having, having, well, obviously you've done a, a lot more readings than I have over this, over the year, you've been doing cards longer than me, for sure. But um, also, you know, in my experience with, with the readings I've done, when people start talking about soulmates, is that it's such a strong connection, it's such a magnetic connection that it, that you want to find a word that really represents that, that connection and the best word we come up with is soulmate. Um, mm. And, and like the same thing, with um, what Ann said was, is that, the, you know, we tend to tie it to like one person, it has to be one person. Um, I think we have many soulmates in this lifetime. They could be a friend, they could be a partner, they could be a mentor, they could be, there's so many, we have so many soulmates in this life, but anybody who invites us, whether it be through challenges or, or really happy um, times together, whichever the, whatever the, the situation requires, um, it invites us to be the best version of ourselves in this lifetime. And it could be that this, and I'm not, we're going to look at this separately from this, um, but it could be that this person you consider to be your soulmate has prompted you to act differently be different, be more than what you would have been otherwise, unless she was in your part of your life in some way. Does that mean she's supposed to be a part of your life for your whole life? Not necessarily, just like Anne said. Um, so I would definitely say when people, I'm very careful about using that word in readings as well, Anne, about mm -hmm. when people do bring that up quite a bit. I think they're my soulmate. Um, and I'm very careful when I say, I understand what you mean, but we're going to redefine it in the scenario is often what I'll say in a reading. So. Um, so I would I'd invite you to kind of look at how you see the word soulmate and the expectations that come with that word and recognizing, just like Anne said, there's a fluidity there that you, that you sort of have to embrace in order to really truly understand the nature of your relationship. The other thing too, that I know, I know, Anne, you're not, you're not one that really subscribes to predictions even though you use tarot cards a lot of people look to tarot for for predictions but you really don't subscribe to that do you prediction yeah. i will do what people consider to be a prediction but i phrase it in the terms of given the current energies this is probable yeah this is likely but i'm always saying a tarot reading is not cast in stone it shows you based on past energies and actions and behaviors what, given the current energy and situation, it shows you what is probable, what is likely. But then any decisions that that person makes after the reading can either confirm and manifest what we saw or can, you know, totally knock it out of the water because they behave quite out of character and differently. And now that's shifted. Mm -hmm. And, you know, people say, well, then what good is a tarot reading? Well, I'll tell you, <laughs> a, a tarot reading is good um, because it shows you probabilities. Yes. And if it um, shows you a probability that you like, then you know that if you just keep on keeping on um, and follow whatever guidance the cards might have said as well, you're likely to get what it is that you're hoping to manifest. But if you don't like what you see in a reading, then that's great. Heads up. You know that you that it's probably time. You don't you need to, but it's probably time to make some changes and shift and make different decisions to bring about what it is that you'd like. And in a reading we can explore all of that. You know, we can look at the various possibilities. Mm -hmm. So readings are good. They're just not cast in stone because you have free will yes exactly and 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 obviously i don't i don't think that the scenario where he received this prediction from the psychic was actually a tower reading but but it's someone that that obviously he put a lot of stock in what he said 
because you, you mentioned something about this person said that you'd be living together happily ever after. I think a lot of times what is missing when people say those things is today. You know? <laughs> it's like, that's the word that's missing today, Have, happily ever after today. Um, so I know that sounds kind of, um, it, it, it's contradictory, I get it, but, but it's a moment, right? And that's, I believe what maybe the psychic was picking up on was the moment of that you were in, um, that there was a connection there, that there was um, a reason for the two of you to actually connect. Um, does it mean you're supposed to be together forever? Maybe not, or maybe, but it also could mean um, that there's a life-changing connection there um, that has, you know, there's a big influence there in your lives between the two of you. Does it mean, it may not necessarily mean a relationship, um, a long-term partner type of relationship. Um, so it's something to take, take in consideration. Anybody who's listening, um, like Ann says, it's, it's, it's the energy of the moment, but also it's really important not to look at predictions or read the reading of an, the current energy as being the end-all be-all because there's so, this world is made up of so many possibilities and we can look at the most, the, the most highest potential within a, within a situation, but, but there's free will involved, especially you get two people with two different versions of free will going on. And if you add more people into picture, there's more free will. So it adds more probability. Um, so we really, it really is, you have to be really careful about the wording and how, how much you embrace the wording in the way, in the manner that it was presented. So given that being said, <laughs> let's, um, <laughs> let's both pull some cards for, for Steve, for the current, the current, we're going to put this in practice. Now we're going to put in the current scenario of your relationship with this person, um, the connection with them. Okay, so Anne, what do you have for Steve? All right, well, um, I've been pulling cards and pulling cards because we were having a wonderful conversation. And I have all these cards here, so I've been pulling cards. And I find them quite interesting. Um, and, you know, there was all the talk about soulmate and they come and they go, and but some do stay. Um, the first three cards I pulled showed the difficulty. We started out with five of worlds set back. We moved into the strength card and the woman of cups rejoices. So I thought, okay, that's interesting. There are setbacks, there are difficulties, obstacles to be overcome. But then we see the strength card and then the rejoicing in this relationship. So I pulled another series of cards. I said, tell me more about the relationship. Three cards, ace of cups, ecstasy. This is the love, this is the joy. Uh, Man of Cups, Surfer, this is the up and the down of the uh, emotions in this particular situation. Woman of Worlds, Preserver, this is the, the desire to, to be together, to maintain this relationship. I thought, okay, that's nice. I mean, it, it feels very, it feels like there's something there to the relationship. So I said, okay, how about what's to be done if this relationship is to be to become more than it is ten of wands growth eight of cups stagnation and woman of crystals guardian so this is where the spirit is suggesting things need to be done differently if this relationship is to be tried out in the physical let's say eight of cups stagnation this is not saying be stagnant. It is saying um, shake things up, do things differently. Don't just uh, let things continue as they are. Do something, do something. Ten of Wands growth. This is stepping into your own power, making your own decisions. Woman of Crystal's guardian, she tends to be closed in and protects herself. But as a guidance card, this is usually saying, open up, open up, be open to possibilities, try something different, try something new. And I thought, okay, so if they choose to, um, this is almost like tower card energy, but in a milder sense, you know, try something new, start fresh, break some shackles here. What might the outcome be? And we have 
Ace of Crystals, Brilliance, and Seven of Worlds, Breakthrough. So Ace of Crystals, Brilliance, crystals are like swords. It's our beliefs, our knowledge. As an outcome card, we have greater self-awareness, greater clarity around the relationship, greater clarity around um, what is truly possible, and better communication around all of this. And the Seven of Worlds, Pentacles, physical breakthrough. I think something could shift and move the relationship into a different but possibly more satisfying um, place. The other thing too, I was and I was pulling cards as well. There's something here um, about one person in the connection. Um, well, let me just say it this way. I, I oftentimes, oftentimes I'll see, you know, in a, in a connection like this is that one person sees a lot of potential in the relationship and but the other person might see all the things that could go wrong and they tend to focus on that and what they could lose and all these things um i'm kind of getting a sense of that that maybe there's the approach to the relationship is and it's the things you can't force anybody to see the 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 positives in something you know everybody comes from their own backgrounds their own experience and their own sense of of what they feel is safe and it's letting go of the sense of control over something here. I'm not saying anybody's trying to control anybody, but I feel like there might be a sense of trying to control the, the, the viewing of the potential. It's like, if, the, if we can make this work out, it'll be this. Um, and, but someone may not be ready to embrace that for some reason. Be, and, and oftentimes when people step into a relationship, they want, they want people to see it exactly the same way that they see it. And that doesn't always happen because we're, you know, we're individuals between what Anne said and, you know, shaking things up a bit, doing things differently. And also, you know, maybe changing the, it's sort of let it's, it's, it's a scary thing, especially when you, you have your heart set on something or a certain outcome with a relationship, it's hard to let go. It's hard to let go of that potential of the high, what you believe is the highest potential of this relationship or the highest outcome, um, meaning that you're together forever. It's hard to let go of that, but sometimes in order to achieve that, you have to let go of it, which I know is not what it doesn't feel like. It doesn't seem to make sense. It's not logical, but you kind of have to sometime in order to shift things. So um, see if that's how that sits with you. That might actually shift the energy in this if you let go of holding on to that outcome so tightly, it doesn't allow the, the relationship to breathe a little bit in order to evolve. That, that reminds me of, it's very similar to spellcasting, a, a witch, a Wiccan will um, set their intention, gather whatever tools they choose to use to give extra energy to the spell. Um, they'll you know write it out, they'll burn it, they'll use candles to whatever, and then whoosh, they whew, send it out into the universe and then you let it go if you keep thinking about and wishing for what you just put a spell out there for you're going to pull it right back to earth mm -hmm. so i think it's very similar to what you were saying that yeah once you do a spell you send it out let it go move on yes exactly and it's trusting that it's for the highest and best when you do that right? It's, it's, it's letting, it's, it's allowing that trust to really unfold that, that the highest and best will occur. And it may not come out in the way that you want it to be, but sometimes spirit wants to bring to us what the universe wants to bring to us, whatever you want to call it. It might be a better outcome than you could ever imagine, but it's, it's letting go. And like Ann said, it's spell, you know, it's like spell casting, set the intentions and let it go and let go of the, the outcome and allow it to unfold in the way that it's meant to. Um, sometimes we can we can hold on to something so tightly that it just can't evolve in the way that you want it. That that it would actually be better, oftentimes than than the initial um, sense of what you want it to be. Anyway, so Steve, I hope that I know it's a long, <laughs> a long I'm, I'm, some, something tells me that there's other people listening that uh, that understand where we're going, or there's a piece of it that might apply to some things in their life as well um, so i'd love to hear some of that if anybody says "Ooh, that makes sense to me too very good so let's see i know we're coming up to the end of the hour but i just want to see who uh, else how we... about gretchen because 
She's yes. not a tarot person. It's her first time here. And she felt guided to be here today for some reason. Yes, I was looking at the same person. So oh, very good. good. <laughs> thank you. She goes, thank you for the opportunity. I want to be open to having a card pulled for me today. So. All righty, Gretchen. Welcome. Hi, Gretchen. Hi, Laura. Hi, Anne. Thank you. Thanks for being here. So Four of Swords, Justice, Six of Cups, King of Swords. Um, it feels like Spirit is asking you to be at peace um, mentally. Let it go. Um, things are unfolding as they should. And that whatever decisions were made in the past will come around to a point with the Six of Cups where they're unfolding in a positive way and that there are blessings ready to come from whatever this is and that your own role in this will likely evolve into the King of Swords who's calm, makes good decisions, is, I don't wanna say is in control because that sounds controlling, but is confident in his, or in this case, your abilities. So I don't know if that relates to anything or if it will uh, in the coming days, but be at peace. Things are unfolding as they are intended to. Blessings will come and you um, either do now or will find yourself to be in a very comfortable position as this calm, intelligent king making good decisions. Okay, thank you. That, does that resonate with any scenarios in your life at the moment? Well, I've had some setbacks with my with my work so yes I'm trying to be patient <laughs> but I've been patient long enough <laughs> yes patience is always a, a thing right and I, I, the interesting thing I, I a lot of what I've I pulled cards too while Anne was speaking and and it and it, I love when they mirror what Anne does like it's like she says it and I'm like oh my gosh I'm pulling the same thing so um definitely there's there's um the spread that I pulled up right now it's about uh, resolution coming. Okay. And a, a really positive resolution coming here for your current scenario. Uh, but it comes on the heels of wondering what path this is taking you down. Okay. And it, and, and it can be frustrating and exasperating. And you're probably like, is this it's just going to keep going like this? <laughs> right? But mm -hmm. it comes on the heels of this. So this is, so it most likely is going to be a quick shift in, in, um, in the energy of what you're going through right now with work. Um, there's probably going to be some good news coming. And again, this is not, a, we don't predict, but the energy is shifting that way. Um, there's positive, there's a positive shift coming and it's probably better than you could imagine it to be. Um, but it's going to, it's going to, it's coming on the heels of the frustration that you're, that, and it's going to probably feel like a little bit more of a downturn um, with, the, with the sense of like, oh my goodness, is it, is this, is this really the way it's going? Is this the way it's going to be? But then it's going to, I just get the sense, my feeling is, is that's going to shift quickly. And you'd be like, finally, we're getting a little bit of hope here. Um, so I'm, I'm, and timing here, um, as I'm kind of leaning into this a bit more, it feels rather quickly, probably like with, um, by the end of October, I feel like there'll be a shift for you as well. So you're probably getting some good news. Great. Uh, okay. Even, even a little baby step. And I think it'll be a big deal actually. Um, do you, is anybody around you work in healthcare, Gretchen? Well, my, my work is, um, I own, a, I own an aromatherapy store okay. and I, I signed a lease a few months ago and it's, it's been stagnating with all the building permits and all that kind of stuff. Okay. <laughs> um, so I don't, I don't know the, your definition of healthcare, but I, I work, yeah. I yeah. work with the healing, healing yes. art. Okay, because I was seeing I was seeing healing around you, and I and I typically see that around people who health. I, I'll put that the alternative healing. I'll put that in the same category a lot of times. So I think we're on the. I think you're you'll have some um, some movement that's going to happen rather quickly um, and unexpectedly with all of this. Good. <laughs> Very good. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Gretchen, for listening, and, and good luck with your with your uh, with aromatherapy practice. 
Thank you so much. Right, take care. Well, that was a quick hour. Um, so everybody, uh, if you can join us again, the next we will be doing another Terra Hour next month. Uh, we do, we try to do this every month. So join us again. Um, you can go to uh, my website, uh, laurawister.com, if you want to sign up for my email newsletter to be reminded when there is uh, an upcoming tarot hour coming up and you can RSVP for that and get the access information for it. Um, but as always, Anne, thank you so much. I, I always learn, like I always say, I always learn something from you every single time you're on here. <laughs> well, that's, that's sweet. No pressure there, but okay. That's sweet. I'm very <laughs> glad. But as yeah. you know, I love you and I love being here and I love our audience. It's just, uh, it's wonderful. Oh, I love you too. We do have a really good audience. We really do. <laughs> we have wonderful listeners. And thank you so much, everybody, for joining us today. You can go to annhence.com for any information on Anne's uh, private sessions or her, uh, her classes, which are phenomenal, which you can attend from anywhere because they're online now. And she does have, uh, uh, she has students from all over the world. Come on in for one of Van's classes. I promise you, you'll have so much fun and you'll learn something about your cards and yourself at the same time. So you can subscribe to this podcast on Apple, Google, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you're enjoying the program, please consider leaving a review so that others may find it and benefit as well. Also, you can stay informed about upcoming podcast by following me on social media and that's intuitive laura on instagram and tiktok that's intuitive laura no dots no dashes no spaces no numbers or simply go to my website and sign up for my email newsletter at laurawister.com life is hard and sometimes you need a little help and guidance i'm laura west host of a guided life podcast and i believe that help is all around us we just have to ask for it the universe has a way of guiding us forward with the help of our past loved ones, angels, spirit guides, and ascended masters. On the podcast, I love to explore these ideas with incredible guests and let people know that they are never alone. Make sure you subscribe and follow so you can join me on this journey. Part of the mindbodyspirit.fm network and wherever you get your podcasts.